0: Good evening ladies and gentlemen, this is Pastor Farrell Shepherd of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. And I'd like to welcome you to another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. This broadcast is for Wednesday, November 2nd. Today happens to be the birthday of little Charlotte and Vincent. Hope Charlotte has a happy birthday today. Hope you have a great day as well. This also happens to be Wednesday, which means that it is midweek prayer service time. I'd like for you to pray for me as I'll be preaching out here in Pollard, Oklahoma, at the Pollard Independent Baptist Church. So pray for us here as I'm preaching for Joshua. And then there in Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Brother Jimmy Moyes will be filling in for us tonight. And I'll be making an announcement about that at the close of the program as well. We appreciate Brother Moyes. He's an evangelist that we support. He's a church planner, planted a church down there in Tennessee, and now he's in evangelism, and we're praying for him and, and love him and appreciate him, and actually got his family queued up here to sing a good song for us that I trust will be a blessing to you. I said it to Brother Moy's tongue-in-cheek that he ought to have his family sing this song every time right before he preaches. The song's entitled, Oh, the Best is Yet to Come amen I trust you enjoyed that as the joyful Moise singers the family the Moyes family sang therefore is oh the best is yet to come I'm glad for the child of God that's the truth amen and amen well we're going to go back to the message that we began on Monday we'll be backing this up back and forth throughout the week so we make sure to get you the understanding of what we're looking at and we're preaching on a view of God's glory we'll say more about that In just a moment, but first, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, I love you. Thank you for your goodness, grace, and mercy. I thank you, dear God, for your blessings upon us, allowing us to be able to enjoy some time with Joshua and Katie and Samuel and Becky Ann. Lord, I pray you'd bless our travels and keep us safe, bring us back home safely as well. I pray you'd bless the services there at the Island Ford Baptist Church tonight and other churches where they're having services as well. I pray, Lord, you'd use this broadcast to excite a hunger and a thirst unto the people of God for the things of God. Lord, that we might hunger and thirst after righteousness, that we might seek first the kingdom of God and let all these other things come in behind. Lord, I pray help us to seek your glory. Now, Lord, I pray that you'd bless the program for your glory. And, Lord, I pray have your way. Deal with sinners and get the glory we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, as we look in the Scripture, we are looking today and all this week at Exodus chapter number 33. We've got an extended reading today, Exodus 33, verses 9 through 23. We're going to be focusing primarily on verse number 18 and following. But our reading again for this week is Exodus 33, verses 9 through 23. I'm preaching on the prayer request of Moses. He asked for a view of God's glory. He said, show me, I pray thee, thy glory. So I'm preaching this week on a view of God's glory. And we actually began this message on Monday and we'll be continuing it throughout this week. We're looking at the gracious manifestation we're looking at the grace of God extended to Moses, God's mercy and God's grace extended. So I hope you'll stay tuned and enjoy the message as it was preached live from the pulpit of the Autumn Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. Exodus chapter number 33, Exodus chapter 33, Exodus chapter number 33, verse number 9 The Bible says, "...and it came to pass as Moses entered into the tabernacle, the cloudy pillar descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle. And the Lord talked with Moses. And all the people saw the cloudy pillar stand at the tabernacle door. And all the people rose up and worshipped every man in his tent door. And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face as a man speaketh unto his friend." And he turned again into the camp, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. By the way, there's a good blessing. We need some young men that's going to stay with the stuff. Amen. When the, when it's time for us, the older men, to turn and depart, some young men to stay with the tabernacle. Amen. To stay with the things of God. Joshua was that young man. Look at verse 12. And Moses said unto the Lord, see, Thou sayest unto me, bring up this people, and thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name. Thou hast found, hast also found grace in my sight. Now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way that I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight. And consider that this nation is thy people. And he said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? Is it not in that thou goest with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. Amen. If God's with you, you would be a separate people. Amen. Verse number 17, And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. Look at verse 18. That's really where I want to deal with. And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. And he said, "'I will make all my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee, and and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy.' And he said, "'Thou canst not see my face, for there shall no man see me and live.' And the Lord said, "'Behold, there is a place by me, and thou shalt stand upon a rock, and it shall come to pass while my glory passeth by, that I will put thee in a cliff of the rock, and will cover thee with my hand while I pass by. And I will take away mine hand, and thou shalt see my back parts, but my face shall not be seen. Well, as I said, I know this is probably familiar text to you, and I probably need to do some background to bring you up to where we're at, as you more than likely know. But I'm going to deal specifically verse 18, and then the verses following, but verse 18, where he said, I beseech thee... Show me thy glory. I want to preach this morning on this thought. A view of God's glory. A view of God's glory. Boy, wouldn't it be a blessing if God give us just a view this morning? Moses had drawn nigh to God. God had drawn nigh to Moses. Amen. And Moses had enjoyed being on the mountain and talking to God. One place it said they spoke as face to face. We recognize that no man can see him. But what it's saying is that God spoke plainly to Moses. Moses saw what God was saying. Plainly, Amen. But by the way, we learn that our faith grows by hearing the Word of God. Amen. And Moses had spent that time hearing the Word of God and the voice of God and thinking on those things. And I believe it had gained him the faith that he would need and had strengthened his faith mightily. Amen. And I say to you and I, I believe that it would help us if we'd commune with God, we'd spend time talking to God, let God speak to us. It would increase our faith as well. Amen. Maybe the Lord might say to you and I sometimes, Why are you of such little faith? And the answer probably would be because we've not spent much time with God. Not spent much time in the Word. Not spent much time in prayer. Not spent much time in secret. Amen. Perhaps one of the reasons we have such an anemic faith is we have an anemic fellowship with God. Amen. God help us to spend time with God, communing with Him. Amen. And, and learning more from Him. Amen. Well, this is a massive subject to deal with today and I have a short time to deal with it. I'm not going to have time to say all that probably could be said, should be said. Let me give you three points real quick that I want to show you in these verses. Verse 19 down through verse 23. And I want, I want you to notice a gracious manifestation and I want to point out a gracious concealment and a gracious shielding. Those last two go together. A gracious manifestation, God showing something, and then a gracious concealment, God not showing what they didn't need to see, and then a gracious shielding and the protection that is involved in that. First of all, the gracious manifestation is found in verse number 19 of Genesis, or Exodus chapter number 33. And he said, God said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee. And will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. Amen. Now, grace. I was amazed when I read this text how many times the word grace, grace, grace. Grace appears in our text. Moses talks about finding grace. God said you found grace. Grace. And it's grace that caused God not to rebuke Moses when Moses asked to see God more clearly. By the way, it is grace that doesn't send us home empty when we go seeking after God. It's grace that doesn't rebuke us when we come to the altar asking for help from God. It's grace that doesn't send us away and say, I have nothing to do with you. But it's grace that welcomes us, thank God, into the very presence of God. Amen. The very grace of God allows us to have a desire for the things of God. Amen. It is grace from God. And by the way, God doesn't rebuke people that seek in Him. Amen. God doesn't rebuke people for seeking Him. Actually, God encourages people to seek Him. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. He said, For they shall be filled. Amen. The idea in that is that He doesn't turn anybody away. Amen. He didn't say some of them will be filled. He didn't say some of them will get a little bit and others will get more. No, He said you can have all you want if you'll just seek after God. Amen. God does not send us away packing. Amen. 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 Now, I asked this question, the question to us, you and I, do we have this desire? Do we have a desire to see God? Do we long to see God working in His power? Do we long to see God manifesting His deity in our presence? Do we long for that? Or listen, if we're not careful, we get caught up in all kinds of things and we just, well, just go to church, just go to church, just go back to work, just go back home, just go back to church and nothing's gonna happen. No, we ought to long to see God in the services. Long to hear God in the sermons. Amen. Lord, I want to long to meet with God and God manifest His deity in our presence. Amen. In our homes. In our churches. Amen. In our community. In our nation. We need God to move. Amen. Amen. Do we actually hunger and thirst after righteousness? Do we pray for God to make bare His mighty arm and show His great power in this last day we're living in? Amen. We ought to pray for that. We ought to pray for that. I can't help but think, Brother Hall, that old recording we used to listen to, Duncan Campbell, and telling about that man praying for God to pour out the waters. He said, Lord, you promised to pour water on the thirsty. God, help us to get a hunger that would cause us to call on God and say, Lord, that's what I want. That's what we need. We're begging you to show your mercy. Lord, show me your glory. Just show me your glory again. Amen. I find it interesting that Moses did not see the similitude of God. He didn't see a body pass by him when he was hiding in the mount. Rather, he only saw an attribute of God. God said, I'm going to let all my goodness pass by thee. Amen. The goodness of God. I've touched on this before in other sermons. You think of all the things that God could have allowed to pass by. I'll, I'll say more about that in just a minute. But God... God help us have a desire. Look back. By the way, here's what Moses saw. God said, "I'm going to pass by and let you see my hinder parts." You know what God's saying? God said, "If you look in the past, you'll see the goodness of God." Twas grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved through many dangers, toils, and snares I have already come. What was it brought us here? Is the grace of God. It is the grace of God got us through this COVID year. Amen. It is the grace of God that kept our families together. Amen. It is the grace of God kept our church intact. It's a grace of God that we're able to gather in on a Sunday morning and worship a true and living God. Amen. It's the grace of God that we're able to have the King James Bible and we're able to preach from it and learn from it in these days. Amen. It's the grace of God. So if you look in the past, and here we are at the end of the year, we ought to look back. I'm telling you, you can see grace in January. You can see grace in February. You can see grace in March, and right on down through the line. You'll see goodness from God. Amen. It's the goodness of God that we say. God's good. Amen. God is good. Amen. He's good all the time. Somebody said that is true. Amen. So we ought to ask God to let us recognize the goodness that's passed by our way. Amen. He's done it again. Brought us through troubles, trials, and unique difficulties. And yet He spared us. Amen. In this year, He saved sinners from their sin. He's delivered people from temptations. Amen. In this year, God's done mighty and wonderful things in this year. Amen. We can look back and say, He's good. Amen. We can see He's manifested His goodness again and again. Amen. Now, in this point, this is, this is my main point, the, the, the gracious manifestation. There's two things, in a sense, that He saw. They're, they're wrapped up in one. God said, I'll let my goodness show. But look at verse number 19 again. He sees God's goodness and He sees God's graciousness. Again, they're tied, and, and there's no separating of them. But he said in verse number 19, the first part of that, and, and he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee. All my goodness pass before thee. Notice that Moses had said, show me thy glory. Moses didn't say, show me thy goodness. Moses asked, God, I want to see your glory. What do you glory in? What makes God happy? It makes God happy to be good. Amen. Amen. It it gives God glory to be good. It makes God smile to be good. Now, He's just having to spank His children, but no parent loves to discipline their child. You know what we love? We love to be good to people. Amen. We say it every year at Christmas and we mean it. Most of the time we do anyway. Uh, Most mature people mean that we're, we're not there to get presents. We enjoy seeing the children open their presents. Amen. We enjoy seeing the smile on their face. And we'd be happy if we didn't get a thing as long as we got to see the happiness that's there. Amen. One man said to me years ago, he's talking about the joy of the difference in grandparenting and parenting. He said that he believed, and I think he's right. I realized this when our daughter had our first grandchild. And he said that when when that baby's born in the world, and they hand that baby to, that, to your child, you see your child being blessed by their child, and it just multiplies the blessings. Amen. You're just receiving interest on the blessings. Hallelujah. Amen. God's good, ain't He? Amen. But when you see that little child, that blesses you. Here's my point. God's blessed... By being good to people. We're blessed when we see people being happy. Amen. And when we're good to people, it blesses us as well. Amen. And God said, I'm going to show you my glory. Well, um, Moses said, show me thy glory. God said, I'll let my goodness pass. God could have showed, could have shown Moses his justice. I'm glad we got a just God. I'm glad there won't be any thieves or drunkards or sodomites in heaven. Say amen right there. I'm glad there won't be any adultery in heaven. Amen. I'm glad there won't be any car bombing in heaven. Amen. I'm glad there are a lot of things that we have to put up in this world won't be in heaven. Amen. Or it wouldn't be in heaven if it was. Amen. He could have shown His justice. I'm glad God's just. But that's not His glory. He could have shown His wrath. God, the power of God wiping out nations. God could have shown Him that power and His wrath, but He didn't. God could have shown Him His holiness. Amen. What a wonderful thing that is. But that's not what God showed Him. Amen. God could have shown Him His power. But to see God's glory, we must first see His goodness. Amen. The glory, write this down. The glory of God is His goodness. When Moses said, show me thy glory, God's answer was, I'll show you all my goodness. I'll let all my goodness pass by thee. And that's seeing the glory of God. Amen. Amen. The glory of God is His goodness. I I, I wrote these things down. To truly see God in creation, you see His goodness. Amen. At the way God made animals, and the way God made mountains, and the way God made the oceans, you just see the goodness of God. Amen. God, Listen, God could have let us man have been planted on the moon with no trees, no rivers, no flowers, but in His goodness He gave us a beautiful... So when you see God in creation, in reality, you see His goodness. Number two, when you see God... In His Christ, amen, you see His goodness. Number three, when you see God at Calvary, you see His goodness, amen. The goodness of God that created the world, the goodness of God that gave His Son, the goodness of God that gave His life, amen, for sinners, amen. If we see God in the Scriptures, we see His goodness. If we see God in a song, we see His goodness. If we see God in a sermon, We see His goodness. Everywhere you look to see God, you see His goodness. Amen. Then there's a second thing. Not only He said, I'll I'll show you my goodness, but look at verse 19, latter phrase, And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee, and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. Mm. If you notice verse number 19, there's a colon. He says, There's a semicolon. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before the Semicolon. And will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. Some commentators believe that that phrase, will show mercy on whom I will show mercy... and that 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 phrase is the name of God. God said, I'm an equitable God. I'm God all by myself. I'm the God that makes the choices. I'm the God that makes the decisions. I'm the almighty God. I'm the all-powerful God. I'm the sovereign God, if you want to say it that way. Amen. God's the God that makes the choices. That's what He said. And God's choice is mercy and grace. Amen. And that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. So we're going to have to break in the message right there, but Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow and continue this message throughout this week. And I would like to invite you to come and be with us tonight for our midweek prayer service every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. We'll be meeting here, Lord willing, tonight for that. We'll have special time of prayer around the altar, special time of prayer requests taken from the pulpit, and then we'll have preaching from the Word of God as well as some good singing together, congregational and perhaps special. Love to have you come and be with us for that service tonight at 7 p.m. We are easily located at 1415 Island Ford Road here in Madisonville, Kentucky. And actually tonight we're having a special guest in my absence. Brother Jimmy Moyes, evangelist from down in Tennessee, is going to be preaching for us tonight at the Island Ford Baptist Church. Hope you'll tune in this same time every Monday through Friday for another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. Until then, this is Pastor Farrell Shepherd saying good day and God bless you.